Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 Method. And for more information about what we do, you can go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to be revealing why cardio does not work for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So when it comes to losing weight, then one of the first things that people will start to look at um, is cardio. Usually, I mean, when people look think about what exercise they're going to do to lose weight, most people will go towards cardio. I think there is a there is kind of a belief among people that when you do cardio, when you get sweaty and you get that kind of burn going on, that that's what's burning off the fat on your body. Um, I mean, it's kind of there's kind of some truth to it, not necessarily 100 percent true. It's not necessarily better than any other form of exercise, but people will try things like spinning. They'll try things like HIIT training. They'll try things like jogging or running, especially now in in lockdown. I've seen more people than ever just running running and jogging on the streets. People will do cycling. People will do swimming. Um, When gyms are open, a lot of people go to gym classes. A lot of people do workout DVDs from home. And while all of these things do have benefits, especially for your overall fitness, for your overall health, as, as you said before, Rob, like, all exercise is going to be really, really good in terms of your fitness, in terms of your health. Some forms of exercise are not necessarily going to be the most effective if you want to lose weight, if you want to tone up, if you want to drop dress size. And this is especially true for women who are over 40. And I speak to a lot of women who are, who are in this category and they're stuck with their weight. And they've been trying to tone up, trying to lose some weight with cardio, putting in hours and hours of work you know, doing loads and loads of sessions each week, but just not seeing any results in the mirror. And they end up stepping on the scales after a week of like sweaty, vomit-inducing hip workouts, only to see zero movement. And today then we're going to talk about why cardio doesn't work necessarily the best for women over 40 who are looking to lose weight, looking to tone up, and what type of exercise you should be doing instead if you want to get the kind of results that our clients get, which is, you know, typically to drop one to two dress sizes over a period of 12 weeks. So there's a few different points we want to talk about when it comes to cardio. Now, there's a few things you also will need to consider, and it's, it's different for everyone. This is why we work with people on an individual basis. But three of the major reasons why we see cardio not working very well, especially for women over 40, if they want to drop some weight, is their joints, so joint pain, things like that. Um, stress levels as well. And this isn't just stress from things like work. This is the stress your body is under. And then the third thing is also um, your metabolism in general, which typically slows down over 40s. We're going to go have a quick chat about each of these points and why cardio doesn't really help with these things. So joints, first of all, I don't know about you if you're listening to this, but a lot of the women we work with uh, experience some sort of joint pain or discomfort. It might be back pain. It might be knee pain. It might be shoulder problems like frozen shoulders. Um, They might have had things like um, ACL reconstructions or or hip issues. And a lot of this gets worse as you get older and as your hormones start to change. So especially if you go through things like perimenopause and menopause, um, with the reducing estrogen levels, that tends to cause a lot more joint problems and a lot more joint discomfort, but also just the nature of the people we generally help and work with, they spend a lot of time sat down at the desk, just like we are now on Zoom calls and things like this, working from home or before lockdown, working from the office. 
And a lot of that time sitting down really stiffens you up and can cause a lot more joint problems as well. Now, what then happens if you then do a load of cardio and typically cardio is going to involve quite a lot of pressure on the joints. So especially things like running where you're kind of slamming down onto your knees, um, onto your hips, all your body weight is going onto an individual leg at a time or things like hit workouts where you're jumping up and down and doing things like burpees. You're going to be putting a lot of strain on your joints. And for younger people, this may be okay. Maybe the joint degradation is starting to happen, but it's not really causing any issues at that point. But for people who've already got joint pain, and if you're carrying a bit of extra weight, you're putting a hell of a lot of pressure through those joints. So what can tend to happen is it just makes things even worse. So whilst, yes, you may be getting a bit of a cardiovascular benefit, you're actually making things much worse for your joints until you can't continue to exercise or you cause yourself some serious long-term problems. And when you're running, there's a massive multiple of your weight. It's not just your body weight going through your joints. When you're running, that impact is putting, I think it's something like four times your body weight through each leg. So that's quite a lot of weight that your, your small knee joints having to take, your ankle joint, your hip joints having to take. So one thing you really got to consider is, is this really the best thing for my joints? And in a lot of cases, a lot of cardio exercise is not going to be great for your joints if you need to lose weight and if you want to lose weight. So... The first thing I consider is you want to do something that's going to protect your joints and a lot of cardio exercise is not going to protect your joints, but that's not the only consideration. Another consideration that's very, very important is also to consider your stress levels. So Ben, I don't know if you want to want to talk about this one, but um, a lot of our clients have high stress levels, don't they? And the reaction to stress is not so, um, people don't, don't deal with stress quite as well as the body gets older. So I don't, I don't know if you want to go in and just kind of explain why this is and, and what you can do about it. Yeah, so I mean, the body views a lot of different things as stress. So there's the obvious one, you know, work stress, for example. Um, but you know that so many other factors contribute to your stress. So for example, your sleep, where the, the, the food choices and alcohol choices that you've been making, um, like restricting calories is also seen as a form of stress by the body. And even exercising is seen by a form of stress by the body. And there's only kind of a certain amount of stress you can deal with. And if you're already, you know, you're close to that limit because you're working. I mean, I was speaking to a client earlier and she must work like 10 hours a day is kind of a minimum day. And then it could be longer than that most days. Um, and if your stress level is always really also already kind of really high because of work, and then you add that little bit of exercise on, or even, even a lot of exercise, if it's, you know, long, difficult, punishing cardio sessions, that can be enough to kind of push your stress levels over the edge. And what that does is that increases one particular hormone, which is cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And if those levels of cortisol get too high, the impact that can have is that can make it very, very difficult to lose weight. It can make it more difficult for your body to, to get rid of that body fat. Um, so you can be in a position where you know, you're trying, you're doing seemingly doing all of the right things, but you've put your hormones into a position where it's not going to be possible for you to get the results that you want. And we, we work with lots of people. I know you had a client recently who was in this very situation, right? What was she doing? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've had somebody who, you know, was doing loads and loads and loads of exercise. So, you know, multiple sessions per day of cardio before working with us. So doing, you know, 10 hours maybe of, of exercise per week, doing all sorts of stuff. Um, which is very impressive and it's going to be very good for your cardiovascular health. But because of that, even doing that and eating like eating very little and restricting her calories quite a lot, she wasn't able to see any progress. So the way to see progress with her was just, we switched the type of exercise she was doing to something that was less intense and kind of less stressful. 
reduced the total amount of exercise that she was doing and then actually increased the amount of food that she was eating. So what that meant was she was still in a position where, you know, she wasn't eating too much. She was doing enough exercise, but just that brought that stress hormone right down. And then she was able to start seeing the body weight coming off and seeing that, that toning up happening. So the second consideration is stress. And then the last thing I would say you want to consider when picking a type of exercise and that cardio is not generally the best for is um, your metabolism in general. So as people get older, their metabolism slows down. This is fairly standard. Um, but this, things like perimenopause and menopause are quite big changes in hormones, are quite a big disruption to those hormones. And this can have a much bigger impact on metabolism. But even if you're not going through those things, your metabolism is going to be slowing down as you get older anyway. Your body just becomes less efficient and it burns less calories every day. But then you add in those things into the mix, it becomes even more important that you pick the right type of exercise. So what you want to do is something that's going to help to increase your metabolism again as much as possible. And unfortunately, what, what cardio really does is most forms of cardio will either just temporarily have a very short-term increase in your metabolism, but actually long-term, they'll decrease your metabolism. Because a lot of longer-distance cardio, especially as you're older and your body doesn't hold on to muscle as well, again, everything just starts to work a little bit less efficiently, a lot of cardio actually burns muscle. It doesn't build muscle. And as you lose muscle, your metabolism also slows down. So a lot of people actually accelerate the aging process by doing things like long distance running. Um, so anything over about 40 minutes, spinning classes that are really, really long and difficult. Um, they might do long swimming or cycling sessions. These long sessions when you're older actually might slow your metabolism down long-term rather than increasing it. So again, this can have another negative effect as well as putting pressure on your joints, as well as elevating stress unnecessarily to a point where you might not see much progress. Um, and on top of all of that, it can also actually start to slow your metabolism down more, which then makes it harder and harder and harder to lose weight because you're having to eat less and less and less and less and less and drink less and less and less and less, and less just to see the same progress you used to as you're younger. So a lot of people feel like they need to do cardio to lose weight. They feel like cardio is a fat burning process, but actually all cardio really does is it, bur it does burn some calories, but it doesn't, it doesn't burn fat specifically. It just uses some calories up just the same way that if you walked around this room, you'd burn a few extra calories or, or if you did some push-ups, you'd burn a few extra calories. Cardio, all it's doing is doing that, but it doesn't really do a hell of a lot more in terms of weight loss. It does help you with your cardiovascular health. And I do want to say, I don't hate cardio. Ben doesn't hate cardio. We both do cardio. Ben does long cycle rides. Um, how far did you go this week? I did uh, 52 kilometers this week, I think. Every week I go on a cycle ride with my dad. I probably do 50K a week, which is like a two hour ride. Um, and yeah, I really enjoy that. So Ben does regular cardio and I go on a run every Sunday with my girlfriend. We don't go that far. We think we did four and a half miles or something, four miles this weekend. Um, but I do do a bit of cardio and I do a bit of it in my training. And the reason I do this and the reason it's beneficial is for heart health, but you can get that benefit from other things. I'm mainly doing it to, to improve my own fitness levels for competitions and other fitness challenges I do. But most people don't need to worry about those things. Most people, they don't need to have a, you know, elite level of cardio fitness. Even I don't, but most people, especially in their day to day life, don't need that really, really high level of cardio fitness. And you can achieve that improvement in heart health and cardio fitness through other means that can have a lot of other benefits for, um, for women over 40, especially. So people who are over 40, especially women we work with over 40, the, the main consideration is that you're much more sensitive to stress 
both on the joints and just stress in general. So you need to choose exercise that's going to keep stress on the body low whilst getting the most benefit elsewhere. So for boosting your metabolism whilst keeping stress levels down, that's going to have the best possible effect. So it's going to protect your joints. It's going to manage the stress levels so cortisol isn't so too high so you can still lose fat. And it's going to boost your metabolism over time so that you can actually make, find it easier to lose weight again as you get older and counteract a lot of the side effects of aging. So there's a couple of different things you can do for this, but there's one main type of training. So Ben, why don't you let people know what that is? So the main type of training that, that we kind of recommend would be low impact strength training. So list training is what we call this for short. Um, what this basically means is you want to be doing some kind of resistance training. So whether that's lifting weights, whether that's with you, it could be kettlebells, could be resistance bands, could be dumbbells. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that you're doing resistance training. You're doing nice, slow, controlled movements that are not harsh on the joints. And what this will do is it will help to boost metabolism. It will help to combat muscle atrophy, and you can also build more muscle and tone up. Um, it also helps with osteoporosis. So loading the, the body and loading the bones will help with your bone density, which is another thing that tends to um, decrease as, as women get older. And as I said before, it's just gentle on the joints. So that is kind of the the main form of exercise i would say if you're thinking like you know i'd like to get into this if you could do some kind of strength training say three times a week to maybe four times a week is kind of the most you really need to do and you don't need to do loads you don't need to do hours and hours and hours of it i mean when i was really into the, the gym and that kind of thing I, there were times when i would do like an hour and a half two hour long session in the gym all you really need to do if you could do 30 to 40 minutes three to four times per week that's all you really need to do if you're doing this type of strength training. Unlike cardio, you know, you don't need to be doing hours and hours and hours and hours of it to, to get the benefit that you want. Yeah. So list training is, is one thing you can do. And one thing we encourage our clients to do, we've got a, an amazing testimonial actually Ben's going to read out in just a minute from um, one of his clients. There's one other thing you can also do. So if you want to burn a few more calories and we're going to get onto that, in, in just a minute is a, is a whole sort of point really is about this sort of energy balance how how that is affected by things like cardio but one one thing that works much much better in our experience for most people is actually just to increase general activity rather than to go out and do something that's quite high stress sort of putting the body under quite high levels of stress like a really fast hard run or a hard spinning class what works much better for most of our clients who already have high stress levels from a high stress career and managing family responsibilities is just to boost general activity. So that the simplest way of looking at this is just to boost your step count. It sounds very simple, but what it will do is help you to burn a few extra calories every day in a much easier way. So you don't have to be sweating loads. You don't necessarily have to even put on your gym gear. You don't have to, um, you know, run yourself into the ground doing loads and loads of gym classes. You don't have to spend all that time commuting to and from the gym. You can just go on a walk. If you've got kids, you can take them out and go with them, or you can just put a podcast in or some music in and just go on a walk, especially as the weather's nicer in the summer. It's, it's not a difficult thing to do. And what this will allow you to do is keep stress levels low whilst burning a few extra calories, which will allow you to eat a little bit more um, and counteract a few of the side effects again of aging. And, and this is in a really low impact way. So it won't impact your joints and it won't impact your stress levels as well. So they're the two things we recommend doing. One of them is low impact strength training. And then the other one is increasing general activity. So Ben, I don't know if you want to share um, what, what you got from one of your clients recently, this, this feedback that was kind of linked to this kind of training. Yeah. So our client, Nicole said, uh, after kind of working with us, she said approaching 49, I'd done every diet in the world, but wanted to learn how to fuel and be lean and healthy without the need for hours of cardio. I hate cardio. 
I'd lost weight but looked unhealthy and gained as soon as I finished the diet. I needed a lifestyle, not a diet. And she said that this is the best thing I've done. I now lift weights, so that, that list training. I hardly do any cardio. I've learned about macros and the importance of tracking what I eat, but also Trinity has the flexibility to have a life within it. Yesterday, to celebrate my daughter's birthday, we had fish and chips and cake at the seaside. I didn't feel guilty. I didn't beat myself up. We had a fun family day, albeit in my new size eight skinny jeans. As a family, we now eat much better, cleaner foods, and I've learned that processed diet foods are full of rubbish. What would you say to somebody thinking of joining Trinity? That's what I asked her. Um, she said, just do it. Trust and believe in the plan. It works. Initially, there's a lot to learn for some, but within a few weeks, the results are worth it. If you put in the work, you will achieve your goal. This is the first thing I've stuck to for more than a few weeks, 24 weeks so far, and I have no intention of reverting to my old self. So that's a pretty amazing bit of testimonial there from Nicole. So not only did she get back into size eight jeans at age 49, but she also kind of learned how to turn this into a lifestyle, which is what our aim is with all of our clients. And if you are interested in finding out more about what we do do, so with our Fit Over 40 program, Ben, where's the best place for people to go to find out more info? So best place is uh, www.fit40info.com. So go head over there. You can either do that now or you can do that after, depending on how, you know, how desperate you are to go and find out all the cool info, but you can see what we do, how it's going to work and what kind of results we get with clients as well there. But that's not the only thing we want to talk about today. There's a second point we want to talk about today um, involving cardio. And one of the big things we see people do is they try and sort of out-exercise a poor diet. Their nutrition isn't great. They're eating unhealthy foods or not the most healthy foods, or they're eating just too much. Their portion size may just be too big. And then they're trying to do exercise to compensate for it. And unfortunately, this is a really, really difficult thing to succeed with. We generally find that you can't out-exercise a poor diet just because there's so many calories, there's so much energy, which is what calories are, so many calories in unhealthy foods and snack foods and treat foods and alcohol that no matter how much you do, it generally will not compensate for the food that you've eaten. So the second thing is really about making sure you take control of your nutrition. But a lot of people have this story that they've done cardio, so they've earned something. I've done cardio, so I've earned this pack of crisps and this glass of wine. And unfortunately, a lot of the time, it doesn't quite add up that way. And if you're not seeing progress, if your weight isn't going down, it's probably not working. If your weight's not going down, it's staying the same, what's going up, you have to be a little bit more tactical, especially as you get older. For, for younger people, we typically see they can get away with a lot of this. If you're in your 20s, in your 30s, you can probably just do a bit of exercise and um, you know think a little bit about your food. And most of the time you can, you can have a few treats and get away with it. But as you get a little bit older, you have to be a bit more specific with this. So what we've got here is a few examples of different pieces of food and drink and how many calories are contained in those uh, and roughly how much exercise it's going to take. We're going to talk about how much exercise it would take to just break even on that. So just sort of make it as if you hadn't eaten that, not even lose weight, just break even so you don't gain weight. So Ben, why don't, why don't you get started with this? Um, pick a couple of things from, from our list and, and we'll have a chat about the different foods and, and what they contain. Yeah, so the first one is kind of a, a glass of wine. So like two large glasses of wine would add up to about 420 calories. And in order to burn that off, in order to like get rid of that, you'd basically have to do an hour of spinning or an hour of running. So that's quite a lot of time. So, I mean, most people who drink two glasses of wine, they're not going to go and do an hour of running every single day. Um, and that a few more. So a sharing bag of Maltesers is 468 calories. So that's 
roughly the same again. So that's again an hour of running, an hour of spinning. Um, next one is half a packet of chocolate digested biscuits. You know, it's quite easy to, let's say you're in front of the TV, you've got the biscuits open on the side. It's quite easy to just, you know, you keep picking up them, you keep snacking, or just have one more, dip one in my tea, etc. But that half a pack of biscuits adds up to 1,066 calories, so a huge amount. So in terms of how much exercise you'd have to do, you're looking at like two plus hours of spinning or running to burn that off, which is, again, a massive amount. Um, And then something like an Indian takeaway. So I had one the other day. I, I tracked my calories on the takeaway that I had, and it turned out to be around 1,300. So that was like two papadoms with all the dips and everything, a naan bread, rice and a curry so quite a lot of food it was kind of a uh, a bit of a every so often i'll have a nice you know allow myself a bit of flexibility with my food um but in order to burn that off again that would be like two plus hours of cardio so i on that cycle ride that i did the other week well earlier this week monday which is 51 kilometers that was that burned according to my app that tracks it roughly around 1200 calories so Again, it's like a two-hour cardio session to out to to um, like out train that that bad diet. And often these these apps as well are not even that accurate as as Ben obviously knows. So mm. on top of that, it may have said he burned twelve hundred calories, but the likelihood is a lot of them overestimate according to the the university research on them. So you may have even only burned nine hundred, a thousand calories on that cycle for two. Was it two hours? Two hours, yeah, just over over two hours of cycling and that and you've only sort of broken even again you're not even you've not even got to the point where you're losing fat yet mm. and then what was the last one we had sharing bag of crisps so like a bag of sensations is about 740 calories so that's going to be almost two hours again of doing something like spinning or running almost just to just to burn off that bag of crisps so you basically have to do a hell of a lot of exercise to compensate for not that much food if you're not being careful with food and I guess our point here isn't that you can't eat any treats or snacks. Um, but the point is if you don't have any way of controlling it, then it's very, very easy for this to, to get, you know, just to completely wipe out any benefit of exercise and more, especially as you get older and your, your, your body cannot, you know, your metabolism slow, you cannot get away with this as much. So what, what can people do then Ben to, to, to manage this better? So I think the, the overall solution to this whole situation is a, you know, doing that bit of exercise and making sure that the exercise you're doing is the right type. So that list training, low impact strength training we talked about before, again, you don't need to be doing loads of it. So you just need to be doing three days a week would be absolutely fine to start out three days a week, 30, 40 minutes a time. But then the other thing is, you know, if you're not going to do hours and hours of cardio every single day, five days a week, you're also going to need to, in some way, try to control your nutrition. So, the way we do this with our clients is, you know, I think flexibility is probably the most important thing. So if you tell somebody, like there's a lot of approaches out there that say you're going to lose weight, you're going to see results by just not eating any carbs or you're never going to have this again or you need to ban all of these foods, etc. which is fine and it can work and it can improve your health and it can help you see results in the short term. But unless you're able to stick something to something forever, it's not going to become a permanent change and eventually you're going to go back into to bad habits. So I think the best way to control your nutrition is just to like the key thing is getting the right amount of food in every single day. So I know some people have um, reservations about kind of tracking the foods that they eat, etc. Um, it's something I do at the minute and we've had literally thousands and thousands of women do this. Um, 
and you, like just with a few minutes it just it's just a few minutes of conscious effort of just looking at what am i putting into my body before you put it into your body and by doing that making sure you eat the right amount do the right type of exercise um you can see a, just a very nice sustainable um reduction in weight reduction in body fat to to get to where you want to be it doesn't have to be really really difficult it doesn't have to be really like punishing on the body with hard workouts or really restrictive diets it just needs to be eating the right amount and just doing a little bit of the right exercise and, and that's all it really takes and that's that's what we typically do with clients as ben said in our fit over 40 program so i've got another uh, example to share with you um, from from sharon taylor another one of our clients um, so Sharon said, before Trinity, I thought I was eating healthy, but snacks and treats didn't seem to count. So this is linked to what we were just talking about. So she said, snacks and treats didn't seem to count and one more won't hurt. Seemed to always be the case, especially if I'd been for a run and I'd earned it. My size clothes 12s, my size 12 clothes were too tight again and becoming a large 14. Keeping weight off has always been my problem, but I've never got to or stayed at a size where I was happy for very long. My mindset's changed a lot now. I feel in better control, not just in my food choices, but in organizing my day and not feeling a complete slave to dieting and limiting myself. I've lost over 11 inches since the start of Trinity and my shape has changed a lot. I'm starting to feel confident in my skin and in my clothes. People at work have started noticing which boosts my confidence. I like to run, although I've done a lot less cardio. And although I've done a lot less cardio, my time's improved when I've been for a run, mainly contrast weeks. And physically, I feel a lot fitter and stronger. So that's just from Sharon Taylor, one of our clients who's feeling, you know, being feeling much better after implementing these kind of sort of more gentle processes, more balanced processes of just controlling nutrition, but in a flexible way and, um, and choosing exercise that's going to actually complement her. And as she said, she's actually got fitter and faster at her cardio as well, which is a common thing we see because a lot of people have lost a lot of muscle mass over time and that's going to slow you down with cardio as well. So actually it's very important, especially as you get older to, to, to work on that. So if you want to achieve results like we've talked about today, like Sharon, like Nicole, or just find out more about our Fit Over 40 program, um, in which many of our clients, like the, like the example today, lose one to two stone in 12 weeks or less, and they don't have to do sweaty cardio, they don't have to do burpees, they don't have to do anything really brutally hard. And it fits around a busy career, a busy uh, professional career sort of lifestyle, then Ben, where's the best place again for people to go and find out more info about this? Again, best place to go to get more information about this is www.fit40info.com. So www.fit40info.com. Okay, so that just about wraps it up for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next Friday for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast. Mm-hmm.